welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Tony here again, and I'm absolutely delighted beyond words to say that here with me today is Chris Brammer. Hello, Chris. Hello, Tony. Hello. Don't. I mean, I don't want you to 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 worry about being on hosting duty because I think your solo experimental episode that came out two weeks ago was actually a work of art. Um, sorry, I couldn't be there and all, but you know, I was on a, I was on in the labour suite having a. Well, I wasn't having a child, was I? I mean, I thought I was, <laughs> but I, I, I put minimal effort in. Let's be honest. Um, well, yeah. So, so sorry, I couldn't be there. Very hearty congratulations, Chris. She is. Um, how lovely! It's a shame to talk about football, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. Do you know what? Like. <laughs> Genuinely, football's kind of not been my main my main thought of the last two weeks, but but I'll give it a go. Uh, yeah, well, well, I I can't make any promises of quality. I have a mild cold, um, so this is this might be an interesting journey. Um, anyway, you join us following another defeat, alas, Stoke City one, Bristol City two. Um, in case anyone hasn't seen, the game was slightly impacted by the sending off of captain, Joe Allen, for what Nathan Jones referred to as probably an amber <laughs> card offence. Um, what I'm choosing to call a lazy, stupid, dangly foot-in-the-air slide tackle on the edge of the opponent's box after only 10 minutes, which left us playing almost a full 90 minutes with only 10 men. Um, but before that, Sam Klukas had... I've written down fried, but I obviously meant fired as a head um, after only four minutes with a bloody rocket and we looked, I thought, quite good and then we held on pretty well until we were undone by far post crosses. We didn't defend very well and we eventually succumbed to third place, Bristol City's efforts. What did you think of that red card, Chris? Did you have a very balanced view? Uh, um, not not initially. Initially when I saw it, I, uh, with all my Joe Allen bias, uh, thought that it was the worst thing in the world and I couldn't believe he did that. I'm still... <laughs> I, I I still it's a reckless challenge, very reckless challenge. Um, I do think his leg is is too high, and I can see why the referee has given it. When once calming down and taking my Joe Allen uh, bias away, I mean I can understand why people would be be outraged by it, but I do agree with the general opinion that if a Bristol City player had done that to one of our guys, we'd be wanting a red card as well. Um, Listen, I, I'm sure in, in days gone by, it isn't a red. Nathan Jones is probably right. That's why he feels he they can appeal it. But in yeah. when, when watching it in real time, I my instant reaction was, oh, he's off, he's off here. Yeah. And and I, I, I can only go on what the gut feeling was watching it because that's what the referee's gone on. And he was closer to the actual thing. So I thought it was deserved at the time. Now... I can understand people who don't think it was, but meh. Uh, I think at, at the time, I think I thought it was a yellow, maybe a, a risky, uh, arguably an amber. Um, 
<laughs> but then when I saw the replay, I did think it looked like one of those. It's like the way, partly the way the Bristol City player's yeah. leg flies in the air. That's it. And then, then he does all the twirly <laughs> stuff. But at the yeah. same time, his leg only flew in the air in that manner because it had Joe Allen's foot sort of attached to it. So for all we have to boo every opposition player who is fouled and then we get a player sent off, it, like it, it, it was one of those that could have yeah. gone could have been read but it, it was very early in the game so you sort of sometimes think it's not gonna as well yeah it I, I yeah i think it looked worse than it was i think the bristol city player as you say doing the twirls that that that's the, that's the thing that i've looked at and gone oh oh god um it's the reaction <laughs> so yeah you you an, an amber if only there was an amber card hey what would the punishment be for that i don't know um Sob him off and then a five match ban. That that sounds quite appealing. <laughs> but yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a clever challenge anyway. I think I I, don't, I think I came out of the game more optimistic than I was before kick off, despite the fact that before the game I was pretty sure that anything less than a win would be an absolute disaster. I think we made some quite good chances and we fought and battled well. And really, despite the result. I realise that's becoming a massive catchphrase this season, despite the result. Um, I did think we looked good as a team. You could see we'd had two weeks working on something. Um, and I also I really love the way we didn't collapse in on ourselves when they scored their first or their second goal, because that is pretty much a thing we do. Um, and we, we could have had a point towards the end. It reminded me a bit of a Leeds game, where we obviously had 11 players, but Leeds were a better side. Um, and... And even even when we let a goal in and when we let a second goal in, we still we just carried on doing what we were doing that had worked up to there. So it was it was it was okay. Uh, there was some outstanding individual performances. I think I'd pull out Sam Clucas, whose drum I've been banging for a while. Um, Badu and Die looks absolutely amazing. Um, forgive me if I'm wrong. I'm only going from memory because I haven't seen it on any any highlight packages or anything but I'm pretty sure it was him who went after Joe Allen after he'd got sent off and seemed to sort of stand between him and the away fans sort of arm around his shoulder and sort of look after him as he went mm. went past the scary nasty away fans down the tunnel after 12 minutes um, which considering most of the chat pre-game was about him needing to prove himself as a team player who wanted to be here that seemed like a good answer mm. um I'm also choosing to believe that that was the reason there was an applause um, from the home fans as Alan left the field because if it was because we were clapping him off for any other reason, um, <laughs> I <laughs> oh oh yeah no I I read it as we were clapping Joe Allen off <laughs> that's how I read it uh, I I choose to believe everyone was clapping and I for going <laughs> and protecting little Joe Allen captain. From the away, or he might have just gone to get his armband off him and give it to somebody else. <laughs> I, I wasn't entirely following what was going on, but I just—I saw somebody running over to show, and I just thought that was a nice touch, even if he was whispering in his ear, "You fucking dickhead." Would that have been better. a nice touch? <laughs> yeah, well, for, yeah, I'd, yeah, just just never come back. Just go in there and have a shower. I don't know. It uh, it was a weird game, weren't it? Because as you say, like. Yeah. I can definitely see the reasons to be positive and I can definitely see that this wasn't a performance like others but another another defeat and it just deflates you and leave like yeah these small margins of getting 
better and better is all well and good, but you, you do just doubt yourself into thinking like when when is our when is our look gonna change? When are things gonna go the way that we're we're hoping? Because there has been positive signs, but at some point that doesn't you unless you start to turn that around, then this this un- unluckiness just becomes the the run of the mill things. And I just maybe I'm just being very pessimistic today, which is sad, but I I'm just. I'm struggling to to come away and be like, yeah, no, I'm 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 absolutely yes, come on, we're gonna be fine because I just don't know where we are, you know. Yeah, no, I do. I know what you mean. I mean, if as somebody said, if we didn't have no uh, bad luck, we wouldn't have no luck at all. Um, it is never ending. There's always something, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like it, either it's a stupid mistake or a sending off or bad refereeing. There's always just something that's going to kick us square in the pills. Yeah, <sighs> which you know is great for podcast content, but <laughs> but, but isn't so. It, uh, I'd love to. I'd love. I'd, I'd love to do one of these, and it's like a really positive, and we're talking about really really cool stuff. But then I'd, we're not. We don't support that type of team, do we? It's it's a constant, <laughs> yeah. constant drama. We could change this to like a, I don't know, a more attractive teams podcast, but then we'd l- Rotherham, <laughs> yeah. yes, with their six-one win yesterday, fantastic. I mean, mm. it, it it's a difficult, it's a really, really difficult period. And as you say, if if it isn't one thing, it's ten other things that that there is to talk <laughs> yeah. about. If it isn't Joe Allen getting sent off or missing from three centimetres out, it's a really shitty referee performance. Or it's... Um, Jack Butland. Jack Butland, yeah. Or it's something being said in the press. Or it's all, there's always mm. something, and it's absolutely draining. I just love a week of just nothing, and then a nice 1-0 win with no drama. It'd just be... just. I mean, we, we had two weeks off for the international break, and I just don't feel rested from this. <laughs> it doesn't. I didn't feel like, oh, good. I'm glad club football's back. I just felt, oh no, it's back, and it's and everything. Everyone's talking about negative things. Oh, it's so, so much. Uh, well, having watched as predicted, Scotland lose two home games in the international break. I was quite glad to get back to club football. Um, I do have a, a, another positive thing actually. Lee Gregory mm. um, was fucking outstanding. Who you did a lovely song about as well earlier this season, um, <laughs> but I, I genuinely I can't recall seeing a player hold the ball up that effectively in a Stoke shirt possibly ever. Mm-hmm. Like we've had our share of players who've been really good at that, but as the only outlet for the last couple of games, the ball does just stick. It's like even though he's completely isolated for large spells, he was just brilliant yeah. every time. You just hit Greggy, and he controls it, keeps it, fends off three players, and either plays in one of our very gradually advancing uh, midfield. Yeah. Or wins a foul. That's yeah. Do you know the yeah Lee Lee Gregory? I can't really fault. I mean, obviously, I'd have, I'd prefer him to to get on the score sheet with things. But you're mm. you're right. He he is he is completely isolated in our slowly tortoise style <laughs> crawling midfield, just leave him so isolated. And God, if we had players who were quick and ran beyond him, like he'd be the perfect player to just lay thing, hold it up lay things off oh it would be so good we just we just don't don't do that we're not <laughs> quite there we're not creative we, enough we're not <laughs> we 
we we did put some bits together though. There were there yeah, were yeah, times yeah, yeah, yeah. where he did have support, and and we did. I think it, it, I was like because I've spent too much time on the internet for the last year or so. I was as I was watching it, I was like, ooh, if if the expected goals here, I reckon we've got about <laughs> three to their one. I think it actually ended up being know? about one each <laughs> yeah. on on the actual stats, but it, it felt like we made better chances. Yeah, I mean, I've not seen any stats to to back that up, but I did, I did feel like it was it was as we said a better better performance creatively. Although that is that isn't saying much, is it? Um, and we were, <laughs> well. and I, and I and I didn't feel like, and I've said this so many times this season, but I didn't feel like we were under the cosh. You know, I didn't feel like no. we were. I didn't feel like Bristol City deserved to win that game, and and that's no. the thing that's annoying. I think the most because even with ten men, I felt we were the better team, and that's the positive that I'm I'm gonna have to take forward with me because I did think that was a good performance, and and this is the thing I've said this so many times that we if we play like that in the next game oh i feel like we'll get somewhere and i just don't know anymore so i'm just going to be non-committal to literally anything <laughs> because because you just can't predict anything with this team we said oh they're going to be great at preston and then awful so there's just what this season is proving is that all your evidence that you collect and evidence of progression means nothing just means nothing because we are that anomaly that just keeps just pit, like or just <laughs> all over the scatter scatter graph. That is us. Which is, yes, it's, it's very frustrating. I as, yeah, I felt we were better than previous performances. I don't have any stats to back that up. I wish Tom Thrower was here to tell us the stats <laughs> rather than in Italy. The selfish man, but it, it 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 felt better. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think we're we're going all out to just break analytics. <laughs> yeah, it's like you've got yeah. all these stats. Well, here we are proving that that's bollocks. Um, although it does in fact reflect that we were better. I thought. I mean, we've only, we weren't shit. We've only been shit probably twice this season, and and ignoring results. Okay, but, <laughs> um, but then and this but, is this is the cynical thing because it's kind of like, and you get the. I, I genuinely okay. As a personal philosopher, I believe that, broadly speaking, you can split people into optimistic and pessimistic people. Uh, mm-hmm. You can do that in all walks of life. Um, and I genuinely feel that the pessimistic football fans will be the people who disregard statistical analysis and will be much more. Well, there's only one result that matters. Only one stat that matters. That's the score. Bloody bloody blah. And I'm finding myself much, like just kind of agreeing with them at the moment. It's like yeah. <laughs> It's great that we've had good XG, and it's great that we're good with the forward progressive pa- passes or whatever, but it doesn't matter because we're not getting results. It's so frustrating. This is this yeah. is basically group therapy right now for me because I just, <laughs> I'm just verbalising my actual frustration because I don't know. Like, I hope no one listens to this podcast. Oh, God, no one listens to this podcast <laughs> for, like... Uh, genuine like insight because this is just the ramblings of people trying to work out their own feelings because i just don't know <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm definitely not here with genuine insight i think i keep saying ignoring my result but you can only ignore it for so long but if if you if it's frustration you want to get out of how about that fucking referee <laughs> oh my god so jeff fucking eltringham 
So, back when we were in the Premier League, uh, I used to go along every now and again to Sheffield Wednesday games with my friend Dan. Mm. Um, and his thing was always, oh, the referees in the championship, they're awful, they're awful. And and there were some times that were like, yeah, 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 there is some awful performances. But generally, it was like, I just thought, oh, this is just, just, this is just the ramblings of an angry Sheffield Wednesday fan. No, no, they're genuinely, <laughs> like... Where do they get them from? It's incredible. That is uncanny. I also have a Sheffield Wednesday fan friend called Dan who said much for saying. Maybe I think you said Dan, didn't I? You? Did and I have a um, really nice bloke. I yeah, might be the same. Um, and also a Sheffield United fan called Matt who was. I know a Sheffield really... United fan called Matt. <laughs> there can't be two. Clearly not. <laughs> it must be the same. Um, but yeah, it, one of the worst refereeing displays I can think of in the post-Rob Styles era. I think. <laughs> would you first? Go on. I was going to say, would you say that the referees' performance yesterday was costly to us? I mean, yes. not in terms of the goals, but yeah, you would. It was detrimental. Not, not even ignoring the red card, it was. You know how under Tony Pulis, our big thing was we would break up play mm-hmm. all the time with. Any by any means necessary, and even though it didn't have a material effect necessarily on what was going on, it just stops any rhythm in the opposition team. The ref did that for Bristol City against us. It was constant. It was from ignoring the sending off. It was he was pulling us up for little fouls that he just wasn't pulling Bristol City up for, and it was as if the atmosphere. I mean. If anything, he helped the atmosphere because obviously the fans were straight on to him after the sending off every time anything happened. But it was like he was just trying to go, oh, well, if you're going to do that, I'm going to be a complete dickhead. Uh, but he was like, he was giving us advantage when we didn't have any, which is something that lots of refs do. Hmm. He was giving us advantage when we're bombing away with the ball and then just pulling it back. Yeah. Like he plays advantage and then we're like breaking through on goal and he pulls it back and says, actually, no, I'm going to give that free kick to you. And it's like, well, why? Hmm. There was a foul given against a Tabo in the second half where he was just stood with his arms out going, I'm clearly not committing a foul here. I'm just standing in the way. I'm not committing a foul. I'm not committing a foul. Whistle. <laughs> and, it's, and, and there was a, there was a tackle um, and die made in the second half as well. And it, it was, I mean, I had the perfect angle, but it was one of those absolutely perfect tackles where he just goes, he just hooks his foot around, takes the ball and comes out the other side and I don't think their player even went down, and he gave a foul. And it was like... Has, just, uh, has he... Has, has this referee refed many of our games before? Because, I, I mean, I don't know any referees, but I'd be interested to see if he had before. Um, a, a friend... I'll share a conspiracy theory with you. A friend of mine <laughs> is a Leeds, Leeds fan, and he oh. is of the opinion that, because, that referees... They're marked when they when their performances are marked. They're marked on how they've dealt with uh, decisions in a hostile environment, and so he's of the opinion that referees will go against them at, at Ellen Road because the crowd are on top of them, and if they can show that they can give tough results against the the backdrop of a of a of a harsh crowd, then then that gets them good marks. That's his opinion. And I, I, before I've thought, oh yeah, sure, of course. But I mean, after yesterday, uh, I kind of was like, it, it all makes sense. It's that, just... yeah, that that is the most. I that makes complete that explains everything. 
Although we did cheer him really loudly when he gave us a free kick at one point. (laughs) But no, that that does completely explain it because that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like it was him against the crowd Mm -hmm. and also there was a football match just happening. But I don't like him anyway. If he, did, I, I, I couldn't tell you if he's refereed any of our previous games because I'm not Tom Thrower. But, um, <laughs> and I'm not. But go, if I'm he not referees going to another one, <laughs> no, he doesn't deserve my time. But also, if he referees us again, I will fucking remember. Yes, <laughs> dickhead. Um, what have we got? Oh, oh yeah, one person I don't hate is Lee Johnson. Hmm. What a guy! Apparently, he said. <clears throat> They were the better team by a country mile. Stoke were excellent today from minute one to ninety. We got away with one today. Stoke didn't deserve to lose. I mean, was was that actually a clip of him? Because that was a gabby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just what we what hmm. we said. I, I mean, I felt we we deserved to win it, and it's quite refreshing for a manager to come out and and say that, and kind of restores a little bit of my faith. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to hear from a professional football manager who I would say knows a lot more about football than I do, but I guess also it's easy for him to say with his three points tucked in his pocket. It was nice as um, well that Benikafobi wasn't allowed to play because he would have scored against us. Oh, yeah, a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was just nice to hear. I like that, but yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, <laughs> what a nice bloke Lee Johnson is, and I always liked his dad as well. Um, uh, we've got loads of Twitter questions. Should we look at them? Uh, we should, but that just this... that just sounded no. I'm just that sounded just like some some proper old men in it. He's a nice lad, and his dad was nice as well. Yeah. Got along with him and really it... well. I did back in the day. Oh, and he he loves his mum. Always looked after his mum. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh God, we we've hit we've hit. We've hit a wall, haven't we? We've we've let's, got. Let's do some questions. That'll get well, us. Let's do some. Let's go. Well, you you say that. Um, all right, sailing biker UK says I don't believe the problem is managerial, but if I'm right, what is the problem? <laughs> that that takes us oh, away from God, the. That's... We've possibly already covered that. There's, I mean, I, I'd be. I'd want to say that it's it's just our it's just our luck, but it's not. I mean, we're we're not very good at defending. I can't say on yesterday's performance. I can't say that when we go a goal down, our heads drop because that didn't happen yesterday. We just we were a man light. It showed in the well. I'm going to say it showed. It didn't. Mm. Not in the performance, but it even. Do you know what? Even if Joe Allen had been on, he wouldn't have been at that back post to stop that going in because no. as we've seen Joe Allen doesn't follow his man his man does it so I don't know if it would have stopped it but um, I uh, genuine genuinely I feel like the issue is completely um, it, it's a complete mental issue now it's we, we are playing better we're the the issue of a lack of creativity, I think, can also stem from the fact that we are nervous still because we're losing. And and granted, our heads didn't drop yesterday, but they have been dropping in every game that we've gone behind. And I think that it is just purely a. I, I genuinely believe that should we get a result, that that starts to change things for us. But at the moment, it is just a case of, it's just everything's going going against you and and. 
and our players are just struggling to cope with that. I don't know how you amend that because I don't think getting rid of Nathan Jones is is going to do it because because you you only have to listen to the players saying how well regarded he is and it is different from them saying how much they've <laughs> liked previous managers it isn't the same as Rower or Lambert the players genuinely are invested in in Nathan Jones or at least that's the yeah. impression i get so i don't think getting rid of him him changes that matter i i think People who I've seen people calling again once again for Tony Pulis. It was on Praise or Grumble. Someone wanting Tony Pulis, and I, I just, I don't think, I, Tony Pulis sure would come in and probably would sort out our defence. Probably like he because he could do that, but I don't think long term that changes the entrenched issues that are in this team, and those issues are that we're mentally a bit frail we've got players still around who i don't think have wanted to be here badu and dai didn't want to be here but it looks like on yesterday anyway he's kind of turned the corner and realized that he's you're not getting out of here unless someone un- unless someone puts a value on you like he mm. went he where was he last season galatasaray and, yeah and they won the league yeah they didn't but they didn't want to purchase him like that must come <laughs> as a as a shock to him as a player and i and, and if, if I'm correct, and I'm basing this purely on yesterday, if he's looked at that and he's like, right, well, the only way to improve my worth is to show that I'm a good player in my situation, then then fair enough to him. Like, that's... If it works for us and it works for him, that's great. Um, but yeah, I think we've got we've got players hanging around who don't want to... don't really want to be there. And it's kind of... There's a lot of hangovers from previous regimes. It's kind of difficult. I just don't know how no. you solve it. But then, if if it was easy, someone else would have done it, and you wouldn't have me fixing your problems. If it was that easy, everyone would win the league. Um, but I, I don't, I don't want to jinx it. But our terrible, terrible rotten luck can't go on forever. I mean, there was an episode of Red Dwarf where they worked out luck was a virus. I think, <laughs> and I think we we need to. Well, I won't even go down that road. But yeah, okay. Um, Picklechew asks, is Joe Allen going to get Jones fired to remain top taff? <laughs> Slightly dubious. Um, at the bet 365. Well, I hope not. <laughs> we keep... We keep saying that Joe Allen needs to be dropped and Joe Allen never gets <laughs> dropped. And I, I, I just don't know anymore. I don't, I don't know if I'm biased. I... Yesterday in our group chat, Dom Smith like was basically angry and ranting at us, saying, you're all really Joe Allen biased and you need to get over it and look at things logically. And I try, but I don't think anyone can say he's having a good season, but he still plays. And if Nathan Jones can't change that, Nathan Jones doesn't see it, then ugh, whatever. I just, I just don't, I don't know anymore with Joe Allen. Well, I I saw somebody on on the Twitter yesterday. I should have made a note who it was. Apologies, person who said this, but somebody was saying, "Is Joe Allen the new Charlie Adam?" I thought, well, he didn't score that goal against Chelsea, did he? That's true. (laughs) 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 It's true. Do you know? Actually, now you you've put me on a thing that I can rant about. (laughs) The Sentinel, Sentinel gave him a rate player rating of five. 
<laughs> for, for 12 minutes how can That's... you <laughs> how? <laughs> how many how many points did he get per minute I, I think I think he, he made four attempted passes and two were successful so that's a 50% ratio um, uh, but uh, no but like that is it's not that is Spinks needs to answer for this mm. I that is ridiculous I think was it sofa score I think Tom posted, give him a three, which did seem generous. Like, he, he got into an attacking area. Well done. He also then took somebody out and got sent off. In the, he, I mean, he like I think a couple of times I noticed him was when he misplaced some passes in good areas and they got the ball and ran at us. It, I, uh, yeah, it... I, uh, I I can only assume that they want to keep him in his good books. Should he ever want to do an interview with them, I don't know. It's just maybe, yeah, maybe they've got a column about chickens they want him to write. I'm uh, yeah. You don't want you don't want your team to be. You don't want to negatively affect your team, but you do kind of hope that, in in a sort of you know masochistic way, that the league uphold his his red card. And he gets so many match ban, and things turn around for us, and it's kind of like, ah, okay, we can do stuff without him, and that yeah. and that kind of might make it seem that he he can be dropped because I look, I have no doubt Joe Allen is is a good player. Like, I don't I don't doubt that he has abilities because he is a he 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 can be really good, but it's the the whole Eric Peters thing of the. If if you don't drop him when he's going through bad spells, then it, you you can't you need to shelter him a little bit. Surely I don't know. I'm not a football manager. I don't know. <laughs> but surely he needs to do something to get back in the side as well because yeah. he has he's missed one game. I think league game. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just for league cup game. He yeah, missed, he was but out like, for the league cup. No, nobody did anything that deserved being dropped from that team to make room for him again. But also, like, I did wonder, much as I thought Butland had an all right game, um, what 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 has he done to get back in the side? What has Federici done wrong? That slightly surprised me to see him. Although uh, he could have come out for the two crosses that huh. resulted in goals, maybe. But he, he, he didn't... He looked... Maybe it's a very very slow renaissance, but he did. He he looked like a a whole man again. Um, I thought it's lucky we got onto these Twitter questions to get off the "Is Joe Allen shit or not?" theme we'd started <laughs> running with, wasn't it? <laughs> Let's do another. Um, Ross McBride thirteen. Does Thibaut Verlinden have a future at the club? He played well and scored for Bolton yesterday, and I feel he might attract some attention for a permanent transfer somewhere. I mean, you, oh. you'd you'd hope that he has a future with us. It would be yeah. nice, and if we're going to go down into League One next season, it'll be perfect. <laughs> no, like he, it was, it was, it, it was a look like. I, if people haven't seen it, I do recommend you seek out his goal for Bolton yesterday because it was. It's a really nice finish. Um, it really was. Yeah, he, it's, yeah, he, he seems like a very skillful player. Granted, I think that he is raw in places and maybe alone. Is good for him, albeit I'm not sure about Bolton, but I, uh, whatever. Um, he's definitely getting game time there. Isn't oh, he's he's, de- he's, he's definitely going to be one of their better players. It feels like, but um, you just hope he doesn't come back 
with a serious case of trauma that like at the end of the loan because I mean Bolton are not in a in a healthy position and and bless him it's it's not the not the best place perhaps for a young player to to be sheltered and to to be learning things but again good goal I'd I'd hope he'd have a, posi- a place with us going forward because I've liked the look of him when he's played Awesome. Likewise, and that really, it really a thunder bastard of the highest order, wasn't it? It was one of those that threatens the the net. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I see. Uh, Tom Thrower has hacked into Average Stoke fans' Twitter account to ask, "Why is Badu and Die the best midfielder I've ever seen play in a Stoke shirt?" <laughs> he was very, 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 very good. I wouldn't necessarily say Nzonzi good. But no. very, very good, certainly. He, he, Yeah, he definitely brought something to that team that I felt has been missing. I would have... Don't want to keep bringing it back to Joe Allen. I, <laughs> but but Atebo wouldn't have been the player I dropped for him. Although there's mm. the argument that Atebo has been on international duty and hasn't isn't quite up to speed. Um, as, as far as I'm concerned, um, Ndai... Badu and Dai stays in the team now, because he, oh. he based on based on again based on yesterday he was uh, a cut above. I think all the other midfielders. Yeah, we've we've funnily enough we've had another question from uh, Dave from the Wizards of Drivel podcast who <laughs> writes, "What do we make of Badu bossing it yesterday? Why now is he back in the fold? Has someone motivated him to get playing again, or is it a last resort measure to turn the bomb turn to the bomb squad from Jones?" Um, good question, Dave. Yeah, no, that is a good question. I think it's a, whoever it's, you are. <laughs> I think it's probably a mixture of. A mixture of both. I think it's a realization from from both parties that if these these players don't want to be here, um, unless you're going to release them all on freeze, um, you can't be realistically expecting uh, a, a decent sum from. Which it seems like we. It seemed weird that as a club we were holding out for g- uh, glorious transfer fees for for players who hadn't played and who were regarded as as obsolete. Um, if I think it's a realization again by by both parties that yeah if you if you don't want to don't want to be here your best route out of here is to show all those other teams why you should move on, and I think that 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 is the case with uh, Badu and Dai. I think that he is playing well so that he gets a good move and and fair enough that will benefit us if he plays well. You never know he might turn around and love it here, but I doubt it. He wants to go and play a top league and that's fine play well and we'll sell you for a nice fee and that's cool yeah no i'm here for that and like you say there is a there is a, a chance that we'll foster by actually winning some fucking games uh enough team spirit to get the likes of him and Atebo and anybody else who is like oh i'm better than this to Partly realised maybe actually this is their level, some of them, um, <laughs> mentioning no Welsh names, um, and, and and just get them to think, actually, yeah, no, I'm here for oatcakes, this is everything I want in life, um, being able to walk from my place of employment and buy new cars and then have a burger off the harvester is exactly <laughs> what I seek in life, Paris, Istanbul, not for me. Um. Okay, 
Uh, oh, I missed out. Average Stokey also doesn't like Tom Ince. Yeah. Um, I saw that tweet. You, you, I, you've edited it somewhat. <laughs> I, I don't entirely disagree, but I think it's possibly a bit harsh. He, he, yeah. He, he's um, On his day, he's, I, it wasn't his best game either. I'm not, I, I, I'm not a fan. I'll be honest, I'm not really a fan of Tom Ince. I've not really uh, thought much of him since he signed for us. Like no doubt there is some some skill in there, but I I do agree that I, I it's, it's not consistent enough. And it's granted, yeah, if the team were playing better, perhaps he'd be in a in a better position. But I've to say that he's come in. He came in last season as the like, oh, he's going to be our creative spark going forwards. And this is yeah, yeah. I've not seen that, and he hasn't no. really impressed me. Saying I I like he. He's unlikable in a way because of who he is, and that makes that makes me really want him to do well and want to like gun for him and yeah. like really back him. And he doesn't give me very much to work with. Like he's he's supposed to be that midfielder who just hits a cracking shot every so often. And it's like, well, Sam Clucas is that player and better, and also does all the dirty work and everything else. So I'm 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 not fussed, but also I don't want to slag him off because he does look a bit generally wounded a lot of the yeah. time, and I just feel a bit sorry for him. Yeah. But I I have history of feeling sorry for players who are actually a bit shit, <laughs> and yeah, okay. Um, Lewis seventeen centimeters, who you were questioning whether he's very small <laughs> or terrifically well. Um, he asks uh, best way to deal with a hangover, please. Um, I'm too old for that sort of thing nowadays. I can't drink; yeah. it's too painful. But I would say slightly less ale, significantly more water. Yeah, yeah, that, good, good shout. Uh, like you, I'm not really, not really, not really one of those anymore. Uh, but I mean, I replied to him on Twitter, and I just suggested he watch Country File. Uh, yeah, just Is John Craven still doing that. I don't know. Oh, lovely John Craven, the voice of childhood news. Yeah, I know he does the one that's on on, on in the morning because pater- paternity leave for the last two weeks, there's been a lot of like daytime TV on just slightly in the background as we've been getting ready in the morning and he's he's come on our TV. So um, <laughs> there he is, John Craven. Sorry. Just, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, country file like... Just- Summer, summer diaries, or something watch. like that. Whatever time of year it is, watch. Yeah. Country file morning. Yeah. Um, how? How is? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave, because this is the kind of tangents that you don't like on the podcast. But how has Country File got to a point where it's got like as many spin-offs as CSI? That's. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Yin and Yang, isn't it? It's for wholesome people not getting horribly murdered. Um, <laughs> Dunnock's raping other birds, uh, whatever that happens on Country Fire, I don't know. But um, yeah, no. I, yeah, sorry, Dave. I realise that's another catchphrase of mine. <laughs> um, M Grim ST14. Sounds about right. Um, anyone else think we will beat Brentford and kick on? Yes. <laughs> that's lovely, lovely and optimistic, Bobby. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't just be, Chris. no. It's just because I just don't dare, don't dare hope. You know, it'd be lo- I, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna. I, I, I am not gonna say any like. Yes, I think we're gonna do this because I just get my hopes up and then it hurts. 
I, I don't think I've ever predicted Stoke win an individual game, actually. I, I'm never optimistic before a game, and I should really thank the good people at Skybet for giving me 7-2 to two on uh, Bristol City at half-time yesterday because that covered my lunch and my tea uh, yesterday. It's, <laughs> very, very kind of them. It's, but, it's, yeah. that, it's an away, it's away, isn't it, to Brentford? So I just don't... I don't know how we'll perform. I, we we have every op- we have every chance. I don't think Brentford have have played particularly well. Where are they currently? They're in eighteenth. They haven't had the best time of it. It's just whether we'll turn up. I think we we need to get something because it's getting to the point now where we're we're not just one result away from getting out of the myriad of relegation. We are now needing two results to to start getting out of that area and the longer we leave this the the harder it's going to be and i saw that there was a question of are we in a are we you know at what point do we say we're in a relegation scrap i think that until i I think you have to consider that we are now um Mm. until we're proven otherwise i think we can i think we can get out of it i do i don't think all hope is lost this isn't like the Premier League season when it was not like it was quite clear from oh god November that mm, this isn't looking good. We can we can do something. What it is, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean we could get some it, but you wouldn't put you you won't put your mortgage on it, would you? <laughs> no, I mean I'd put at least a five on us to lose because I do every week and. <laughs> In, in the hope it will eventually bring results because I'm not normally that lucky with the betting, but at the moment it's just bringing free money. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got Brentford next, who are currently 18th. I realise the league table isn't everything because obviously we're below them. Um, but so, uh, Mr. Expected Kilns was saying that so far we've played six of the current top eight. Mm. I mean, obviously they all got three points off us, which helps their league position, but we, we've had a, a, a tricky start. Um, we've played one really not that good team, which was was it Wigan in the cup, who we beat. Yeah. Um, and we beat, well, we sort of beat Leeds in the cup as well. So we do have enough about us, I think. To it's got to happen eventually. But our current fixture run, again, Stoke Analytics at expected kilns. Our current fixture run up until the next international break is eighteenth, ninth, twenty third. And first, um, so either we're going to pick up some points from some of those games, or those teams who are lower down are going to go up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do, I really hope we do win some games. I mean, much as it would be kind of funny if we got to the final of the League Cup whilst finishing a season <laughs> with a single one point. In the league, I don't think it would keep Nathan Jones in a job. No, and I think quite a lot of people would be cross about it. Uh, much, I think it's funny, but generally it would actually be bad for the club. I think if we got relegated on only one point, even if we did win a cup. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, do, I know that they often say, "What would you, what would you rather have happen? Win the FA Cup and get relegated?" Or surviving in sixteenth place, and people are oh, proper clubs would want to see their team win a cup. I, I don't want to get relegated from League One if it means winning the League Cup. I don't think I do anyway. 
What about if we won the FA Cup and the League Cup? Oh, okay. Then, I mean, that's fine. I and then that. went down with one point. <laughs> oh, man. He's just... I, I'm so but depressed. But then next season, we'd play in the auto windscreens, which, as we know, is our, our absolute, like, mascot cup. Yeah, true, it's the cup true. that we we really are bloody good at. And also, like, the... Whatever the European Champion of Champions competition is, I've forgotten what it's called. Europa League. No, the one. Oh yeah, no. I was assuming we were going to win that. I'm thinking a season further ahead oh, where right, we win, okay. where we we qualify the Champions League, having wow. won the Europa League, win the auto windscreens, whatever it's called, in two years hence, and mm. also win the European Super Cup is what I'm thinking of. Okay. I mean, that kind of would be worth it, but. I just. Oh. I, I'll admit it is not. It is vanishingly unlikely. <laughs> a pop, well, the, the one point thing might happen, but yeah. I don't think. I don't think we're going to win the UEFA Cup in like two seasons' time. I'll be honest. That is, I am being slightly silly. Um, did you see the linesman dropped his flag yesterday? That was funny. <laughs> I, I I did see that. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, have we covered feelings of this season so far? Have we got any high points I think of this season we haven't mentioned? I think we're thrashing out my feelings just in this therapy session. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm not enjoying this season. I've got to be honest. If it wasn't for this podcast, I don't know how much I'd be <laughs> like making an effort to watch Stoke. Because... <laughs> because I, I'd probably just try and find something that would make me happier. It's, it's, a, it's a real chore supporting Stoke sometimes. And I kind of feel like, no, I have to, because we have to get a podcast out, because we have a lot of people who, <laughs> for some reason, listen to this now. So, sorry. Well, until, until last week, I, I don't know how many I, I dispatched <laughs> with my obscure emo music. Um, I th- Yeah, okay. So we've got Brentford next. They're 18, so they're obviously shit. The league table only lies when it relates directly to Stoke. Um, then we've got Crawley in the League Cup, which is too far away, but hopefully we'll beat them. And then we've got Knotts Forest at home. They're ninth at the minute, but obviously I hate Forest just because <laughs> of a personal... Just because I've got a good mate who's a Forest fan and he's a dickhead about it. <laughs> so... So I'm going to pretend to be optimistic whilst secretly putting loads of money on everyone we play against for the next <laughs> Go for it. few weeks. Any other business for you, Chris? Oh, no, no, not really. No. <laughs> I, I think I think we've we've done more than enough under trying circumstances. Yes. Um, I need to cut out that bad impression I did of Lee or Gary Johnson. I don't think you do. Um, I think you should keep it. <laughs> well. It's wonderful. It, will take, it would take time. Maybe I'll just play some shit music that nobody's heard of over the top of it so nobody can really hear it. <laughs> um, go on Stoke or come on Stoke. I think the performance was worthy of another attempt yeah. at come on Stoke. All right. Do we, sh- should we do it together again? Yes, okay. Okay. Come on Stoke. Come on Stoke. Stoke. No, that was fine. Excellent. Well done. Thanks <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, subscribe to Patreon and... and Beer fifty two slash Wizards, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Shit. Come back soon, uh, Dave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's beer52.com slash wizards. Yes. So, sorry, Dave. Uh, come on, Stoke. 